0: Hello everybody, welcome back to Live on Purpose Radio. This is Dr. Paul, the shrink, who expands your life. With another exciting guest here in studio with me today is a man whose name you will not know, probably, unless you're into sales training, unless you want to hear a phenomenal motivational keynote speech. His name is Xane Anderson.
1: Welcome to the show, X. Thank you. Thank you that, saying that sounds like insane only right it, well you know it depends on the day right um,
0: <laughs> I think that's how you introduced yourself to me first <laughs> so well, I can you know, remember your name
1: right you know they say it's a Swedish name and uh, I've been to Sweden not there's not anybody in Sweden named XA not a single soul my wife calls me X I don't know if that's <sighs> a good thing if your wife calls you X ah. <laughs> Um,
0: That could be a little red flag. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and some of your friends call you X as well. That's right.
1: That's right. So we
0: may call you that today.
1: Welcome to call me X or Xane, whatever you feel comfortable with That works for you.
0: Xane Anderson. This is the author, folks, of a little book called The Key to the Gate. If you want to get through the gate, and anyone in sales knows that there are gatekeepers that guard and protect the decision makers and that's what this little book is about is basically how to get past those folks to to get to the decision makers
1: right absolutely so and it's a common problem it's a problem that uh, I think a lot of entrepreneurs and salespeople run into is they, they have a great right. idea or they have a great product but they need to be able to talk to the right person and a lot of times they get screened out um, mm-hmm. by Uh, you know, a secretary or a gatekeeper or something like that. Because there's a lot of pitches out
0: there. And they don't want to hear another pitch.
1: Oh, no, no. Yeah, nobody wants to talk to a salesperson. I mean, do you want to talk to a salesperson?
0: (laughs) No, especially (laughs) as I'm sitting down to dinner.
1: (laughs) Right, exactly. Nobody (laughs) nobody wants to take that phone call. Nobody wants to talk to a salesperson. And so, you know, salespeople, a lot of them have, you know, there's good salespeople out there. There's maybe some that aren't so good, but a lot of them have a a really great product or, or... or something that they, mm-hmm. an entrepreneur may have a good idea, and if they, mm-hmm. um, if they can't get to the right person, a lot of times it dies before they, there's no right. relation, business relationship built there. So
0: You know what, X? I've found also that people want to buy. They don't want to be sold. You're absolutely
1: right. Is absolutely
0: that right. ring with you? It, it does, absolutely. Because whatever is being sold there is intended to enhance your life. Right. One way or another. Otherwise, why the heck is it for sale? That's exactly right. If it doesn't improve your life. So they want to buy this, but they don't want to be sold. So folks, as you're listening to this conversation, whatever it is that you're doing, and everyone's in sales, is that a bold statement?
1: You know, I think it's a true statement. I think uh, I think everyone is in sales, whether they like it or not. Um, it's, yeah. Well, because you have
0: value to offer we've talked about this on the show before where every person in this world has a unique set of skills and attributes there is some passion that they have or interest that they can use to bring value to other people and the only way those other people are going to know that that value is available to them is through what we traditionally call sales it's a it's a
1: message you know I, I agree with you 100%. There, are, you know, if you want to get a promotion, mm-hmm. you're gonna to have to sell yourself to the boss. If you want to, right. uh, if you want to, uh, you know, convince somebody at your work to do something, you got to sell your idea. If you want to convince your family to do something or lead your family, a lot of times there's a there's an element of sales involved in in more areas yeah. than we'd like to admit. <laughs> And so,
0: speaking very generally, that's what we're talking about. It's really the ability to inspire or influence someone else. Absolutely. To take some action.
1: Right. And so, in some ways, we're in, in, in certain areas. We're all in sales. Right. 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 I because guess we I all want to influence. We all want to.
0: Yeah. Right. There, there's always something that's going to require the participation of someone else. Something that you want to accomplish. So to get to that point, you gotta sell them on the idea or the product or the project or whatever it is. Right, and uh, you're absolutely right. So the reason I mentioned that when you came in today, I told you that as I've been reading your book, I noticed, first of all, you talk about principles. Principles that allow people to get past the gatekeeper is the specific thing in this book. But what we're talking about here are some basic principles of human interaction that allow you to influence or inspire someone else in a way that will cause some kind of action
1: to occur. Absolutely. The great thing about principles is that Mm -hmm. they work everywhere. Right. It's kind of like gravity. Mm -hmm. So, you know, let me give you an example. If I truly understand the principle of gravity... Mm I could use it to my advantage and help other... Let me give you an example. I could use it to help other people. For example, I could set up a, a dam, mm-hmm. a hydroelectric dam that would generate electricity and help a lot of people with, you know, for, with electricity. Mm-hmm. I could start a skydiving company, right? And, and make money by having and people jump people out of planes. And some people would
0: actually <laughs> sign up for that, <laughs> too. A few
1: people might, right. <laughs>
0: actually, one of um, my guests on this show was jumping out of airplanes. So I know people will buy
1: this. done Yeah, okay. Yeah. But let's just say I don't care about the principle. Um, I could be careless and I could go walk off a cliff and die.
0: Right. So,
1: so gravity itself doesn't change. Gravity as a principle is just there. Mm-hmm. I can either use it to help others and myself or I can use it to die. Well, <laughs> so uh,
0: yeah, particularly if you ignore it or don't pay attention to it or understand it, that's when you're at the biggest risk.
1: Absolutely. And so that's one of the key things in sales and life and everything. If, if you can understand correct principles mm-hmm. and the principles that govern relationships and people and, and just principles in general, you can align yourself to, to take advantage of those principles. Mm-hmm. So that is one of the key things in the book, yes. So
0: let's drill down to what some of those principles are. And I love the context that you started out with in getting past the gatekeepers. So, so the scenario is, You want to approach someone, a a decision maker, an influencer, about your idea or your product or your service. To get to that person, you have to go through the secretary, the receptionist, the personal assistant. Those are the gatekeepers. Right. Talk to us about some of the, the very basic principles that we have to understand, like gravity, that we need to understand in order to negotiate that terrain in the best way possible.
1: Perfect. What well, comes to mind? First of all, we just need to understand that, that pe- people are people, whether, whether they're a secretary or a CEO or a janitor at an organization, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we're all people. And, and uh, let, let me tell you a story to illustrate how I discovered a principle. Yeah. Okay? So I was at a bank and oh, I, had, yeah. I, had, I had a, I had a mm-hmm. problem with my account. And uh, so I had somebody help me with my, uh, fix this problem on my account. He took a lot of time doing it. Mm-hmm. And at the end, I decided I was going to write his boss an email. And so I did. And I, I wrote him an email. And I don't remember exactly what I said on the email. But it was something like, you know, he was very professional and helpful. He deserves a raise and a promotion. Or, um, you wrote like this to his, to his superior, boss. his boss. So I debate. wrote it to his boss. Okay. And I decided to copy him on the email. Mm-hmm. And you know, it took me all of maybe a few minutes. I don't, have, don't know how long it took me to write the email. Yeah, it wasn't very doesn't long. Take long. But I, I came back to the bank later and it, what happened kind of surprised me. I they actually treated me like a king. Like somebody, I was, you know, I was standing in line. There may have been several people in front of me. Mm-hmm. And somebody came up to me who I didn't even recognize and said, hey, Mr. Anderson, can we help you with your banking? And they, they let me do my banking in front of everybody else. You would have thought I had a million dollars in the bank, which I didn't. You're like the <laughs> VIP high roller. <laughs> right. <You> th- <laughs> but I wasn't. And they, had, they treated me really well because I had taken the time to positively reinforce his help. Now, right. I could have what if I'd gone into the bank and I would have said, I can't believe you messed up my account. Did you ever do this again? Do you know who I am and acted kind of high and mighty? Right. What probably would have happened is the people would have avoided me. Right. Well, in in sales, I've done a lot of sales, I've noticed that that same principle of recognizing people for good things that they do, positive things that they do, is a key to getting in front of a decision-maker. Let me give you an example. I had a high-level mm. decision-maker out on the city on the East Coast mm-hmm. uh, tell me, he said, you're the first guy I've let into my office. Uh, and I was surprised. Meaning like a sales for, He said, person. for this particular product, you're the first okay. guy I've let into yeah. my office to talk about this particular product. And I was surprised, he said, the reason that, uh, that I let you in is because you were nice to my secretary. And I was surprised because the competition was fierce wow. for this particular product. Uh-huh. And uh, what had happened is I had kind of tried to find something that I could sincerely compliment her on. And I, I sent an email to her boss and m- mentioned, I believe I'd said something that she was professional, professional and helpful and let, mm-hmm. let mm-hmm. him know that. And uh, so that principle of recognizing the principle is catch people doing something right. The principle is honey works better than vinegar. It sounds like you might be giving a parenting seminar, too. I mean, these principles apply all over the board. Absolutely. So, I mean, if it works, that's the great thing about principles. Does it work in parenting? Absolutely. Does it work in sales? Absolutely. Does it work in relationships? The principle, gravity doesn't change. It it works in so many different principles. And so if you understand this principle of of trying to find the positive in other people, Mm absolutely. Absolutely.
0: And it's obvious to me why that works. Now, part of my job is to illuminate the obvious. I Great. get to tell people things <laughs> they already know and show them things they already see. That's what a psychologist does, at right. least in my understanding. And the obvious factor here, folks, just think about how you feel when someone sincerely compliments you or they recognize your efforts or they try to... to uh, talk you up with your boss. Just think about that. How does that feel? That's because you're human. Right. And that's how humans feel when you genuinely... Now, you've mentioned this a couple of times, X. Sincerely. Absolutely. It's got to be sincere. Talk about that for a moment. Absolutely. So, you know,
1: one of the reasons that people really don't like salespeople, and let's be honest, a lot of people don't... They think they're phony, they think they're manipulative, they think they're just they only care their about pocket. their commission. I mean, I teach classes to salespeople, and one of the questions mm-hmm. I'll ask them I'll say is why do people hate salespeople? And I hear exactly what we just talked about here. They think they're manipulative, they only care about their commission. Um they're mm-hmm. they're they're trying to kind of get an angle and 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 and, yeah. and, and people get that. And so there's you know, some people in, in, in sales who've made a bad name for sales when in reality, sales can be a very noble profession where you're helping you know, the economy and business oh, go yeah. forward. But you have to be willing to be a real person right. and be sincere. You're not doing this. You've got to come from a place in your heart where I want to compliment this secretary because I just want to be a good person. And whether or not she gets me in the door or not, I did some good in the world. And I followed the principle that was real. And because of that, whether or not I get in or not, I'm -hmm. following the principle, and I can feel good about that, whether or not I get in. But the funny thing is, is when you follow principles and you understand it, you start getting in. (laughs) I mean, so Right. But that's the natural
0: side effect of following correct principles.
1: Right, absolutely.
0: And you know what, you can spoil it. Have you noticed this too? If you're trying to do the right things, but it's not coming from a sincere place in your heart, even though you might be doing the same behavior, it doesn't carry the same power. It doesn't have the same result. You're
1: absolutely right. Hit the nail. It's got to come from a place of sincerity. It's got to be real, folks. Glad you said that. Okay, we'll be back.
0: Thank you for listening to Live On Purpose Radio, we're so glad to have you here. Please come by the website, DrPaulJenkins.com, spelled with a D-R, DrPaulJenkins.com. On the website, you'll have an opportunity to receive a free download. And while you're there, make sure you click on the social media icons. Come over to Facebook, where we will be posting these episodes as well as our YouTube videos and other content and announcements for you to share. Please like us, comment, subscribe, join the conversation. We're happy to have you with us here at Live On Purpose Radio. Let's all support each other to live on
2: purpose. DrPaulJenkins.com You've heard the question a hundred times, is the glass half empty or half full? If we are in negativity mode, we see the glass is half empty. Anyone can see it's half empty. When we are feeling negative, we focus on what is missing and lament the lack of water in the glass. When we are feeling more positive, we see the glass is half full. Of course it is half full. Anyone can see that. We focus on what we desire and celebrate the presence of water. Then there are those who see it as completely full, all the time. These seemingly crazy people are not just positive. They are pathologically positive. Pathological positivity is an empowering mental supernormality that lifts us above the normal perception of reality. It is a higher level of thinking. We see the glass and our lives as completely full, even in the toughest situations. If you've enjoyed Live On Purpose Radio, then you will love Dr. Paul Jenkins' book on pathological positivity. Available now to order, visit pathologicalpositivity.com to get your copy today. That's pathologicalpositivity.com.
0: Okay, we're back. Exane Anderson. You guys are going to remember that. It's spelled E-K-S-A-Y-N. I challenge any listener of this show today to find anybody else named Exane who's not related to you.
1: <laughs> That's right. If, if you find someone there, uh, I'm pretty convinced they're related to me. They're
0: probably a direct <laughs> line for you somewhere. Absolutely. We, you know what? As we were introducing this topic, we uh, acknowledged during the break here that our listeners weren't privy to that we're talking about sales, but that's just the context for a greater principle. And I think that principle has something to do with influence, inspiring people, and we all are about that business. Absolutely. Because we're not in this alone. You know, it's a team sport. Right. And we need each other.
1: We absolutely do.
0: Although, okay, so you were talking about, for example, getting past the gatekeeper. When you're talking to the person who answers the phone. This is someone who doesn't own the company. This is someone who's not the primary decision maker. But you treat them as if they are. Or as if they're the most important person in the world. What if... What if people could do that with anyone, assuming that they're not going to get the sale ever? What's your take on that?
1: That's a great question. Well, I think the world would be a better place. I think, uh, you know, half the problems in the world, I don't know if half, but a good deal of the problems in the world happen because people don't treat each other right. And sometimes we, you know... Let me give you an example. I've heard some sales strategies that say you sh- you know if if the secretary or the gatekeeper doesn't let you get through, you should kind of act high and mighty like, you know, why are you? Who are I'm you? And, to throw and your why, right and, on and why are you not letting me through? And I totally disagree with those. Um, oh, I do too. You know, um, the thing to remember is that if you can treat, you know, it's kind of a it's kind of a a little bit of snobbery to treat certain people one way and other people a different way. And if you can say, I'm going to treat everyone like gold, that's just a principle. Treat people the way you want to be treated and watch them help you. And so what I found, you know, when selling to organizations, instead of going with the sales methodology where a lot of people um, think you should kind of act a little bit, uh, you know, high and mighty so you can get past the gatekeeper. If you actually treat those gatekeepers like gold, They have the influence to get you in front of the decision maker. And don't do it to get the sale. That's exactly right. Don't do it to get the sale. Do it because it's the right thing to do, because you're aligning yeah. yourself with principles. And then just you can smile as the sales start to come because you're doing it for the right reasons. It'll
0: so be a natural consequence of applying right. the principle. right? Absolutely. If right. you do it to get the sale, people will smell that.
1: You're exactly right.
0: They'll see right through it.
1: They'll get it. Let me, let me tell you a quick story about a principal. You know, I had a great mom. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I was young, she used to um, encourage me to draw trees. And I used to draw every single detail, the leaves and the branches, the, the veins and the leaves. And um, wow! then I went to school and I saw how the other kids drew trees. And guess how they drew trees?
0: I'm, I'm picturing kind of a cloud with...
1: That ex- exactly so they had two lines with a little poofy cloud it took about two seconds to draw when i saw how the yeah. other kids drew trees i actually changed the way i drew trees and started drawing them like like the other kids oh wow and when my mom saw this she cried mm-hmm. now you know why would she cry probably because i was you know giving up a little bit of my individuality well fast forward a few years she'd come home from a little from a little league game and uh she complained of a severe headache my dad took her to the hospital um, I remember telling her that I love you. I, I told her that I, I said, I love you, mom, before she left. And, wow. um, I tried to stay up and wait for my parents to get there. They didn't get there. My dad came, um, came home in the morning and I woke up and saw my dad out there and, and he was surrounded by friends and neighbors. And, and as I approached him, I saw that he, um, had tears, and he said, I think our mom's going to leave us. Well, two days later, oh, I watched as they wow. unplugged my mom from life support. Gee. And uh, she, she kind of crinkled up and turned blue. Well, I tell you the story because um, how do you think I draw trees now? Uh. I, I, my mom's love has influenced me, even just a little thing like wanting me to draw trees the way I saw them. Yeah. And interestingly, she used to always say, you know, love is the answer. No matter what the question, and I believe that whether it's in business or sales, whether it's with employees in relationships, um, you know, whether it's wanting to get an appointment with a decision maker, even getting past a gatekeeper, mm-hmm. sincerely finding something you can compliment her on—that's loving, loving her or him, whoever the gatekeeper yeah. is—and that's the answer to everything in life. Even though it sounds trite, I mean, getting <laughs> selling things. In yeah. relationships, caring about people, anyway.
0: You know, you said that in your book, X, and I remember, I remember liking that, that part. And thank you for sharing a personal story about that, too, because you're coming from a place where you've learned these principles early on in life from people who loved you and taught you these principles, which are timeless, and they always work. It's like what you were saying earlier about of course it works in sales and it works in these other areas of your life, just like gravity works in Utah and it works in California and it works in Europe. Right. It, it, that's just the context. That's the place. So when you say that love is the key, wow. Okay. Can you get up and teach that in a sales training
1: or do they laugh you out of the room? You know, I actually do uh, teach that in sales training and, uh, I think if people can get that, yeah, it really is the answer. I mean, people think it's, it sounds so trite. It sounds almost ridiculous, like I say. But if you if you can really get that love is the answer, I mean, to almost all the questions. You have problems in your relationship or you have problems in your business, um, with employees, mm-hmm. with your sales. Come from a place of love. It's the answer to everything. Um, and again, it sounds simple, but it is simple. It's kind of like gravity; uh, it just works.
0: <laughs> I'm glad you said that, though, because it really does work. It, and again, I want to I want to emphasize the importance of coming from a genuine, sincere, authentic place here. So, for example, if you're dealing with someone, and especially those who are not treating you well. Okay, now th- we're up in the ante here, X.
1: Oh, yeah, let's do it. (laughs) Because
0: what it's easy, it's easy to treat people well who are treating you well. Right. I, I was running a group of juvenile delinquents early in my career, and I have this kid stand up. He's got a bolt through his nose, and he's sagging his pants, and he's got his hat on backwards, you know. And he says, I respect those who respect me. And I thought, you know what? That's the problem right there. That is the problem. And we had a conversation about how you respect people because you're a respectful person. It's not about whether they deserve it or not. That's right. And in the same way, if you're doing these tactics, and you've got some really great points in your book that people could implement, but if you're doing it to get the sale, you missed the message. You'll get the sale. We're not worried about that. Right. But you do it assuming that you won't. Because that, that puts your heart in the right place.
1: That's exactly right. And I think you hit the nail on the head. It's, it, and it's, you know, it's easier said than done to try to treat people well who are not treating you well. That's right. That's a principle we can all grasp intellectually and maybe not be able to apply as well in real life. But if we can, you're absolutely right. And, if, you know, and in sales, I found if, if you sincerely just want to help love the person that you're talking to, like sincerely try to care about whoever that is and whether or not they care back, whether or not they give you what, you know, in sales, obviously you want to promote a product or a service, but if you can be sincere and help the people that you're talking to and love them and care about them, whether or not they get you the appointment, whether or not they get you in front of the decision maker, the funny thing is you're going to get in front of the decision maker, but you can't do it for that reason. Right. Right.
0: Right. It kind of spoils. It's like holding (laughs) butter. If, if you grab it too tight, you're going to lose it. <laughs> you got to cradle it pretty gently. And, and, and you do it for the right reasons. Right. And then the right outcomes will follow. And, and it's not going to be every time in every circumstance. But if you make this a practice, if you turn this into who you are. So we're talking about leadership at a really high level here. I, I just changed the word on you, X. Great. We went from sales to leadership. Is that okay with you? Absolutely. Because the same principles apply in leadership. And it's about treating people the right way. And, and you summarized it with the word love. And whether that sounds trite or cushy to, to any of you as listeners, just wrap your head around this concept that that is one of the basic fundamental human needs as you provide that to people. They feel awesome about you. And if they feel awesome about you, they're going to listen to whatever it is you're trying to inspire them to do.
1: That's right. I think you hit the nail on the head. So, Xane, Steer us down
0: the path just a little bit. We've got a couple of minutes is all. Sure. What are the next steps? Somebody's out there wondering, how can I have greater influence? How can I improve my sales improve my relationships with other people, wherever this applies,
1: where would you steer them first? Well, I would say find the principles. Like truly try to understand the principles. You know, in this world, there, there's principles and there's techniques. Yeah. What's happened is, is, is so many people have wanted to say, well, I can use a certain technique and it will fix everything. Right. And I don't believe that. I think if you truly understand, a pr- if I had to choose between principles and techniques, I would choose principles all day long. And the reason is because if I understand a principle, like like we, used, we said gravity, mm-hmm. I, might be come up with a, I might be able to come up with a hundred ways that I could use gravity to help other people or use it to mm-hmm. my advantage. A mm-hmm. mm-hmm. hundred techniques, right? But if I only know one technique, I might use it at the wrong time or in the wrong place. Um, if you can find the real principles that govern relationships like gravity Mm -hmm. or or love, being honest with people, being sincere. These are principles that work in every situation, be it a sales situation or parenting situation, be it a Mm. business situation. Find the principles that really, really work. Understand them. And then base your decisions on those principles, not on how you feel in the moment. You know what I mean? Somebody, somebody's not respecting you. Yeah. It can be real easy to say, "Well, I'm going to disrespect them back." But if you know the principle of loving people, even when they're not lovable, then um that's that's a principle. You that know you can what? I love it when my guests
0: come onto the show and they've written the book and they teach at the front of the room and they. There are these powerful, influential people like yourself, and they just basically say, hey, be a decent human being. Do the right thing for the right reason. Be authentic. And then all of the results will follow. Exane Anderson, what's the best way for people to get a hold of you?
1: Well, you know, they could uh, visit my website. It's just www.xane.com. Nobody can spell it. E-K-S-A-Y-N.com.
0: E K S ayn.com and that's where you'll find our guests from today thank you so much for being here thank you Dr. Paul everybody go live on purpose